Hello, and welcome to Spectacles, a new way of seeing politics. We're so glad to have you. Think of this as an introduction of us, the editors, and Spectacles, what it is and why it matters. With that said, I'll let Harry introduce himself. Yeah, so uh, my name is Harry Clennon. I'm Philip's co-host. I was a political science major at Kenyon College, and I'm from Santa Monica, California, which is where we are right now, recording in the closet of Philip's apartment. I have always been passionate about politics from a young age, I think. I was raised watching stuff like The Daily Show and The Colbert Report, which I guess is sort of a normie thing now, but it was really important to me when I was young, and I think it instilled in me a real concern for you know, building a good society. And that stuck with me, right? From the moment I, I got to college, I was pretty sure I wanted to be a political science major. Loved it from the outset. And sort of now that I'm here, graduated, I feel a strong urge to sort of continue the, the inquiry in, into, the, into the matters that I think are really important. And yeah. Yeah. So I was also a political science major at Kenyon College. I'm from Kansas City, Missouri originally, but I grew up really as a lover of history, not politics. I thought I would be a history major in college, but I realized, I don't know, my sophomore year, that my interest really was in political history. And so I started paying a lot more attention to sort of the political side of history. And then I really realized that my interests were really in politics. For me, a big introduction, if you listen to podcasts, was Mike Duncan's The History of Rome. It's a great podcast. He now does Revolutions, also wonderful. But for me, History of Rome was really my introduction to history and to podcasting. And was a great inspiration to me. So anyways, that's enough about the two of us. I think more importantly, Harry and I aren't just two political science students who like to read and write about politics and didn't want to get real jobs. Really, we set out on building spectacles because we really strongly believed a few things. First of all is a belief in the value of liberal democracy. And we'll sort of tease that out in a second. But we felt that not only did we value liberal democracy, liberal democracy is not doing so well right now in the world, and especially in America. And we felt that a big part of that was because of today's media landscape. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that is a really good starting point, right? I would say that you and I are both really avid readers of legacy political media, right? We absorb a lot of it, and it really helps us inform our own views about the world and keep updated on things. So, you know, we don't mean to say that it's useless, but I think that there is today with political media, there's a lot of what is going on somehow, and maybe less why or sort of deeper theoretical framework, deeper theoretical connections. And I think that that makes it kind of prohibitive, right? You can open up any sort of online or look at a, look at a paper and you'll see a lot of articles about what's going on in the world. And that's important. That's useful, but I think it can be kind of prohibitive. If you're interested in sort of learning more about politics or becoming a more active citizen, it's hard to sort through a lot of noise and um, a lot of information that's hard to penetrate, right, for someone who has an interest in being more informed. And yeah, I mean, it's difficult to sort through when most news is here's a thousand, two thousand words telling you over and over again what happened and all these different facts and figures. A lot of that isn't useful, and it's also difficult to make sense of and find what is useful. Because there are useful things in there, but it's difficult, right, of to, course. it's difficult to find them. Of course, yeah. We think that there's a gap, which can be filled by establishing sort of a framework for understanding a headline instead of just seeing the headline and you know being expected to make something of it yourself. And I right. think that that's, that's our goal, right? I think if you can distill some or sort of angle, it's like, you know, here's some daily news content plus a better framework for understanding it, which I think is a really nice supplement and also I think could be pretty foundational to making better citizens. Yeah. And on that, 
it's important to us that a person shouldn't have to go through four years of political science exactly. education. No, I think that's right. To be a good citizen, right? Yeah. And it takes a level of being informed and being able to think critically about issues to be a good citizen in a democracy. And the reality is that most media isn't helping people to do that. Most media is just presenting people with facts, or if they're presenting people with any sort of way of thinking, it's usually some sort of strict partisan leaning, think you know, MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, these right. kinds of places that the deepest their analysis is going to go is not to teach you to think critically, but to think according to certain ideological guidelines. Yeah, right? yeah. And I would also say, right, I mean, we don't know everything, right? Obviously not, not even close, but I think we do know sort of the building blocks. We think we can sort of cut through some inaccessible jargon to communicate, you know, theories, ideas that undergird liberal democracy and as well as ideas that sort of undergird critiques of liberal democracy. And being able to cut through that jargon is really important because today the body of knowledge that we have access to in today's world is increasingly built upon narrow expertise, mm -hmm. very specialized expertise, mm -hmm. right? And we don't deny the value of specialized expertise and that kind of thing. But we do believe that well-communicated general information is way more valuable to the vast majority of people than one more person who spent their whole life studying public transit, publishing one piece about why this structure of laying out buses in the city is not helpful, right? No, that makes sense. And so if you can sum it up, what are we going for here? I think our goal with every spectacle series is to provide you, our listener, our reader, with a new way of seeing politics, right? That doesn't just keep you coming back and reading your content, which we hope happens, but also allows you to go out and engage with democracy as a more informed citizen. Yeah, so... We've got three series that we'll be releasing to try to provide you with that new way of seeing politics. First, we have Insight, which is a five-minute podcast. It's also available online to read or in your email inbox if you subscribe on our website, which aims to break down one big issue or headline of the day, giving you all you need to know about what it means for democracy in plain terms. And those will come out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And those will be just pretty much as soon as you wake up, going to be right in your inbox online. You can listen to it. Yeah. And then we're also going to have Focus, right, which is going to be a 10 to 15 minute podcast where you can read it online, which is sort of a deeper dive into a big issue, right? So instead of looking at a headline, maybe something that's been going on for a couple of weeks or something like that, and explain its significance and broader connection to democratic health and, and well-being. And that's going to be every Sunday. Right. And then every Saturday, we've got Bird's Eye, which you're sort of listening to now, but this isn't really a typical Bird's Eye episode. The first Bird's Eye episode will release tomorrow, but Bird's Eye is a long-form, 30-minute conversational podcast like this, where Harry and I will sit down across from each other and we'll talk with you, in which we enter into explorations of democratic theory and big ideas in global and domestic politics to bring you a nuanced and holistic way of seeing the world and seeing world politics. Right. I think right now, I think the best thing that we can do, Philip, is sort of give our listeners a sense of sort of where we're coming at. You know, I think a lot of places will either have a an, an editorial stance, a position that everything else sort of stems from, or a nonpartisan stance or a partisan stance, but some place where the editors are sort of coming from. The their values, what they want to get across. So I think we can sort right. of hit that. Right. And I think the first thing that we would say is that we're committed to liberal democracy as as a form of government. And I think that deserves a little bit of unpacking. Would you want to take that away, Philip? Yeah. Basically, liberal democracy is a form of government characterized by individual rights, consent of the governed, equality before the law, officials elected in free and fair elections, 
well-regulated economic markets, and social safety nets. Yeah. I mean, I think that just about sums it up. We're going to get more tomorrow. You'll hear more about it and we'll get more into it. But I think for the time being, that I think explains sort of what that is. But I think also, and maybe this is more significant to what we're doing given the times that we live in. Our other belief is that liberal democracy is really struggling right now. It's failing to live up to some of its own promised ideals, and we need to think about ways that it can be improved. I think that's that's essential. It's urgent. Um, yeah. I and, mean, think about what's going on in the U.S. today and in lots of other countries, lots of economic inequality, structural racism, lack of transparency in government where people are finding out that governments have been doing all kinds of things that they didn't know about right. for a long time illiberal populism that's cropping up in places like Hungary and, and the U.S. too with right. Donald Trump, right? Yeah. So these are all really serious problems that stem from liberal democracy failing to be what it claims to be mm -hmm. and, and from that being challenged. So we've got we've to talk about those challenges and we've got to deal with them if liberal democracy is going to work. Yeah. Right. And I think, you know, sort of part and parcel of the moment is that you've gotten these movements on the left and the right opening up serious challenges to liberal democracy. And I think sometimes um, liberal democracy's defenders want to shy away from those challenges, want to discount them as being, you know, totalitarian and dangerous. And they may be in some respects or they may not be necessarily, but um, we can't simply discount them. Right. It's I think it's not possible. There are some theoretical conversations going on which are interesting, sometimes disturbing, but really worth digging into because if we want to make liberal democracy work, one, we've got to know what its critics are saying and what they mean and take them seriously. Yeah. Um, and two, in some respects, you know, even if we don't take the whole of an ideology that, that challenges liberal democracy, it might have some tools or ideas that are worth embracing in improving the system that we have. Yeah. And on the subject of learning from each other, that's a big part of spectacles, too. I mean, Harry and I are opinionated guys, right? We care a lot about politics. And at the end of the day, we don't agree on everything, even between ourselves. Certainly not. <laughs> and while we're opinionated, we're not going to sit here and parrot some party line to you, our listeners or our readers, about what you're supposed to think about what's going on in the world or what you're supposed to value. Right. However, what we will be committed to is a value for liberal democracy, right? So that's going to be at the core of everything we write and we publish and that we, we give to you. It's giving you better ways of thinking about what's happening in the world and its relation to the preservation of liberal democracy, right? So we've got our values, but they aren't partisan. Yeah. I mean, I think it's where our strength lies. We're not going to take a stance that is neutral on, on absolutely everything. We're going to take a stance that I think is questioning, exploratory, but at its heart committed to liberal democracy and making liberal democracy work better. Principled, not partisan, basically. Yeah. So- Sort of to give you an idea of what's next for Spectacles with all that said about us, about what we believe, and about the Spectacle series that we'll be producing and sharing with you all. We're launching all of this for free for a period of time. We want to grow our community and be open with everything that we're sharing with as many people as possible. But we plan to move to a subscription-based model because, frankly, this isn't something we can do forever for free. Just the True. two of us. This kind of work, it takes all of our time. and He's not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and it just, it can't be done without some sort of reader support. But however, we are strongly committed to involving our audience, our community, in the process of developing spectacles as we move forward. Just as we believe in the value of democracy in a political community, we believe in it here. It's, it's useful to hear from people who are actually consuming your content and your decisions about what they'd like to see. So your feedback can help us better understand what you, 
our members need. And the more support and feedback that we receive, the better we can make spectacles for you. And you'll be able to reach out to us sort of anytime. Contact at spectacles.news. We'll see your emails. We will be sure to respond to you. And we believe that sort of dialogue between us and our readers and our audience members is, is absolutely important to our mission. Yeah. And in the short term, check in tomorrow for the first full episode of Bird's Eye. It'll be on the basics of democratic theory, introducing you really to, in more depth, what does liberal democracy mean? Where does it come from? Why is it important? And what are some big themes happening today that you need to be aware of that we might discuss in future episodes. Right. And check out our website, spectacles.news, and look at our other shows on whatever podcast application you use as well, Spectacles Insight and Spectacles Focus. It's come out every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. Thanks for listening. Yeah. We'll see you soon. We're so excited. See you soon.